0: Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney Resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea a flavor for every Disney memory.
1: And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans!
2: Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Pat Giannetti, my counterpart, is still on vacation. So tonight, I have with me some of our awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators. He can't clap. He's from Buffalo. We have Chuck Fitzgerald.
3: You know, I I gotta be honest. When I listen to the show... And even when we record it, and you refer to us as rotating commentators, I just imagine us sitting in our chairs spinning around for 45 minutes at a time.
2: So do I, my friend. So do I. Very good. And the next one, spinning on his axis, all the way in the UK, we have Stephen Maxwell.
4: I'm surrounded by idiots. Spinning idiots.
2: Yeah, they keep giving you the turnaround. I get it. Hailing from Houston... Although you would think his recording studio now is the Great Movie Ride, we have the awesome Jeff Williams.
5: Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good.
2: And why does your recording studio look like the Great Movie Ride, my friend?
5: It's a slow but uh, arduous uh, journey of me converting (laughs) my home to the Great Movie Ride tribute. I'm going to
3: narrate his movie theater.
5: In fact, I'm wearing. In fact, I'm wearing the uh, shirt. It's a rap shirt. Nice timing.
2: And I see the uh, great movie ride sign hanging on your wall now.
5: Yep. Working on the audio animatronics. Um, you know, right now I'm working on the Wicked Witch of the West. I figured I'd start with the the, the top tier and then work my way down to Munchkins.
3: Oh, I don't. I don't know. Like, would you consider John Wayne the top tier audio animatronic? I mean, it's John freaking Wayne.
2: You See, I'm going with Gene Kelly on this one.
4: I don't know Sigourney Weaver. See the way she moves her eyes; it's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, one moves left and the other
3: one moves right. Yeah. (laughs) I really think I could beat out Robert Osborne in uh, the the competition for narrating Jeff's movie room.
2: (laughs) Well, too soon, Chuck. Too soon, Robert Osborne. (laughs) I fall asleep when I'm listening to you anyway, so it makes perfect sense. Well, it's been three
3: minutes, and we've already gone off the rails. That's
2: about right. (laughs) (laughs) And before we get back on the rails, let's have a word from our sponsor.
0: Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com.
3: You know, that guy should really run for politics. That's uh, it's talking right there.
4: Here's Dave? <laughs> no, not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I go, one going for politics never made another one. Yeah, that's that's the one. Uh,
3: uh, the, the guy that's not here. Ah. Yeah, that, that's it. He could be a politician with those sweet, sweet vocalizations.
2: Yes. Yes, he could. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. All right, gentlemen. So, we all have some trips to the world being uh, set up pretty soon. I guess you guys are all excited.
4: Very much so.
2: Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I got a a survey from
3: Disney Parks today that said, um, it it was about trip planning. It's, are you planning a trip in the next 12 months, and have you gone in the last 30 days? After I said yes to that one, they're like, yeah, we don't want to hear from you anymore.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You're dead to them.
3: Yeah. You come wait. Sir, how much money do you spend here? Y- you know what? Y- we can look at that. Wait, you spent how much on the first day of food and wine?
4: Yeah. $100. How much did you spend on the first day of food and wine?
3: <clears throat> it, was, uh, it weighed more than a
2: bread box. <laughs> okay. I guess you don't want uh, certain people to hear. Okay. Well, no. I mean, she could easily Hi, look at...
3: She's not here, but she could oh. look at
2: the credit card statement.
3: This is true. Well, I, I will say this much. Um, within the last six months, six weeks, excuse me, Disney released that update to My Disney Experience, where you can now look at your room charges. Um, it, it really does help kind of put things into a little bit better perspective as to how much you're spending as you're going. Um, just with the way that things used to be, you kind of had to guesstimate or you had to keep your receipts. Um Now you can just open up your app and it updates instantaneously. Um, I I didn't really test it out while I was there to see once I tap, once the receipt prints, does it update. But within minutes, it was there. Um, From the time that it took me to get the receipt to get the food, it was all in my portfolio on the app.
2: Wait, 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 wait. You mean My Disney Experience actually works for you while you're actually in the parks?
3: So, here's a pro tip about (laughs) using My Disney Experience in the parks. Don't use the Wi-Fi.
2: Oh, yeah. But even without the Wi-Fi, I still don't get connected. I I get connected. I always get those
3: errors. Um, The only issue that I had on this most recent trip um, was I constantly had to log in, but since they have Touch ID um, enabled... It
2: took uh, an extra
3: minute. Uh,
2: All right. Well, with our trips coming, I thought tonight it would be fun to play another round of Walt Disney World: This or That. You know, one of these days we really gotta get theme music for that game.
3: I can be the voiceover. Me host. What? I could be the voiceover.
2: You know what? Let's talk afterwards. I'm
3: just going to. Try to take Robert Osborne's spot.
2: You could do that. Like I said, I never paid attention to him. I don't pay, pay attention to you, so. I'll
3: just, like I said at the beginning, I'm just going to start talking over people at inopportune times, and then leave to go get popcorn when things hit the fan.
2: Whatever. <laughs> well, let's see if I could fill Pat's big shoes because this is the first time ever that I'm hosting a game show. On the Mickey Dudes. So with that, gentlemen. We're going to do... This or that... Night Out Edition. And my first one, gentlemen... Tell me which one you'll choose and why. With this being the fall... And... A very big tourist season getting underway in... Walt Disney World. Would you rather attend the Halloween party or the Christmas party if given a choice Chuck
3: now this is actually an interesting um, question we uh, we're going down first week of November which is wine and dine and we actually were able to extend our trip extend use pretty loosely our trip one day to do a Christmas party unfortunately the Christmas party is not on that Monday anymore Um, like it was last year. But, given the opportunity, I would absolutely do the Halloween party again, even without being able to do the Christmas party once. Um, The Halloween party just has so much going for it, with the parade, with the fireworks, with the candy, with the entire atmosphere. Um, It's really... where to go with that.
2: Steven! Yeah,
4: (laughs) I agree with what Chuck was saying there, there is a a lot more to do I think at the Halloween do than the Christmas one, but having done the Halloween one, I would like to experience the the Christmas one, and it's quite good because the way I'm going this year, it goes from October into November, so I could if I wanted to do both parties as it stands just now, I'm not doing either of them. (laughs) But I will see obviously the decorations and stuff. But uh, I, I do like the fact that you can actually get dressed up within the Halloween parties, you know, and go to the, the Magic Kingdom and, you know, just be your favourite character or whoever you wish, you know, rather than all the other times of the year. You have to go just normal tourist garb. Excellent point.
2: And
5: Jeff. Definitely, uh, Mickey's not so scary. Uh, If you go back about 10 years ago, the Christmas uh, party was way more packed with things to do, like um, they were saying. Uh, There was the stage uh, theater in Tomorrowland actually had an ongoing show. Uh, Usually it was doing the, uh, the night before Christmas with Mickey and friends and it was always just an added little bonus like having things to do every quadrant that weren't exactly just dance parties. <laughs> and so it was it was definitely I felt like you got your more for your money for your value back then. All that 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 being said, last year we went to the Christmas party, the first time in a while long time. And they are mixing it up with the snack offerings at the Christmas party. So I was impressed with that. Uh, there's three or four cookie options three or four drink options and it kept you going, kept you interesting so, so what's going to be at the next stage uh, anyway that but still Halloween for sure
2: and we are all in agreement on this one because as much as I love the Christmas party I definitely enjoy the Halloween party more I think it's more for the music I love the soundtrack to Boo to You That parade just makes me happy in all sorts of ways, including the Hoedown now. And also, I am a big fan of Hocus Pocus, so that stage show just makes me uh, leave with a huge smile on my face. Now, the only thing I'm going to say is watch your candy when you go to the Halloween party because I went with this grandiose idea of trick-or-treating all night. I went to three Halloween parties this year. I went to one alone to kind of just be able to do what I wanted. I went one with my brother's family because I wanted to take my niece. And then my father was in town and he had never experienced it and wanted it to go too. So I went with him and the first night I pretty much just watched every show and just went trick-or-treating the entire night because as a teacher... I like to bribe my students with candy if I need something done as far as okay, you did a good job here, take a piece of candy. It kind of just gets the class going, kids participate in class, it works very well for me. So, I was very uh, adamant about I need to go and get as much candy as I can because I refuse to go out and buy bags of candy for work. I filled up two huge bags. And I was very proud of myself because I used the willpower and I did not have one single piece of candy. I got back to my apartment one day and apparently one of the pieces of candy was unwrapped in the bag. And I guess it was just how they gave the candy in there because, like I said, I did not open one piece. I didn't have any of it, but I spent one night at my friend's because I had a little bit too much to drink and wasn't able to drive the 20 miles home from south of the magic kingdom and i walked into my apartment to find thousands of ants all over my kitchen counter oh my gosh <laughs> all of that candy had to go yikes and when i was cleaning it i didn't realize it i took the candy and i went to drop it i went to drop it in the trash i didn't realize as i flung it in the trash a whole bunch of candy ended up come popping the way I did it. I threw it off from the side. Some of the candy bound, fell out as it was going across, <laughs> went on my bed. So when I looked down, there were ants all over the bed too. So I had and three o'clock in the morning. There I am stripping sheets. Um, I throw the sheets in a plastic bag outside. I'm looking for a uh, all-night laundry mat. Which in Florida is kind of hard to find in in the Disney area. I had to drive about 20 miles to do laundry in the, around in this area to kind of just and then go out to thank God there was a 7-Eleven about a mile away that was 24 24 uh, hours because I had to go out and get a can of Raid. So <laughs> by the end of the by the end of the trip that infestation of ants was taken care of and eradicated because I still have a uh, four-star, uh, a five-star rating on Airbnb, but I was quite upset about that. All of that candy just went right into the trash. <laughs> All I have to say about that is,
5: RAID!
2: <laughs> I felt bad, too, actually, but it was... It was it was necessary. I did I did feel like a uh, major heel after doing it, but like I said, I like booking with Airbnb. I don't want to be banned from fr- future po- properties for creating a bug in- infestation. That was one of two close calls. Having that apartment for a month, I went to um, an event, and um, they gave me a lanyard. Wasn't a Disney event, it was it was for it was a private event, and I came home exhausted and I got caught in the rain, and just as I was just getting ready for bed, had the lanyard around my neck, I'm in the bathroom, just kinda getting ready to take a shower, pull off the lanyard and just throw it on the kitchen sink. Actually, the bathroom sink. Not thinking much, thinking and went to bed. Next morning, I go to uh, used the sink in the bathroom to brush my teeth. And I realized that the uh, string that the lanyard that was uh, around my neck was very poorly made. It was a red string. And being wet, the dye ran, and it stained the white sink. Holy cow! So now I'm freaking out, and I don't know what to do. Finally, I got a little bit of uh, of composure, and started looking on the internet, and I have to say, YouTube is my friend because all I had to do was uh, look up getting red dye out of porcelain sinks, and back to 7-Eleven I was going to get a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, a little bit of elbow grease, about maybe an hour of scrubbing, and that sink is pearly white like it never was before. (laughs) So those are my adventures. I was so stressed out about it first, and it was uh, I I needed to calm down, so I went to Magic Kingdom for an hour, be- and then I went back to clean. Which was kind of cool.
4: Tippis, do you want to invite Dave to your your lanyard party?
2: Come there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, well, now that we talked about my uh, bug infestation, let's get a little bit more uh, civilized, gentlemen.
3: This would have been a perfect segue into a Ratatouille conversation, by the way.
2: Either that or it's tough to be a bug. You know, Hopper would have just really loved me. I refuse to go into it's it's tough to be a bug after that one because I just felt too guilty.
3: Because you killed all the bugs.
2: Yep. Yes, I did. But with that said, and talking about bugs, would you rather spend an evening having an elegant dinner at Narcousi's or Citrico's? Jeff. Okay, since I've
5: never been to either of these restaurants, uh, I'm basing it solely off of menu and and the pictures of the interior. Uh, Citrico's says it's Mediterranean, and that, that pretty much seals me right off the bat. Plus, I, I just like the decor um, Narcusi's, it sounds like something that you would catch uh, in a Caribbean island or something. So I'll just uh, stick with Citrico's.
2: Okay. Stephen.
4: Yeah, looking at the two menus, uh, that's all I've got to go on because I've never been to either of them either. Uh, it does look as if Narcissi's does take my, my fancy. I mean, you get t- two made lobster tails but it comes with malted popcorn sauce. I've never heard of that before. So that's one of the things I would maybe go for. But I think between the you know this uh, the surf and turfs idea and narcissis, I think that it would give more of a a, a taster for what I, I would like as food, so I would go to Narcocis.
3: Chuck Um, I'm kind of in the same boat with Jeff on this one. I've never been to either, but I'm going to Narcoossee's. Now, I didn't look at any pictures. I just looked at the menu, but they have the uh, grass-fed filet mignon, and then you can get a side dish of Narcoossee's signature mashed potatoes. I mean, yeah, it's $9, but uh, it's mashed potatoes, applewood smoked bacon, um... Some type of cheddar and scallions, T- tillamuk. Isn't that the uh, the killer whale? It's Sea <laughs> That's where it went. No. <laughs> yeah, it's now mashed potatoes.
4: That's like a meal in itself.
3: It is. Well, I better be for nine dollars. <laughs> and that is the reason I'm not going to be eating at uh, Narcusis really ever.
4: But and that's why it's a signature dining experience, though, you know,
3: <laughs> no, no. Look, just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's signature. I, I, I mm. mean, the, I really think Disney needs to kind of. Oh, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Um, I really think <laughs> Disney kind of gets needs to get with the program just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's top level. Um, you can charge seven thousand dollars a night for a room at the Motel 6. It doesn't make it the Ritz-Carlton.
2: I actually kind of agree with you, and I agree with everybody in this group because I have experienced both of them because I'm just that awesome, and I will tell you that they are both very good restaurants, but I'm going for Nakusi's just because I have a fireworks view. Nice. Eh.
3: You know, with uh, Happily Ever After... Does do you lose something watching it from anywhere else besides the Magic Kingdom?
2: Yes, you most certainly do.
3: So, totally. does that negate your fireworks view?
5: Uh,
2: Not necessarily, for me at least. If he's
5: if timing it for one of the celebrations, definitely would be pretty sweet. You know, July Fourth, uh, New Year's, Christmas, uh, whatever,
3: Halloween or Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, Halloween, I, I can yeah. see that, but. I'm talking, hey, it's Wednesday, hey, I got this ADR, I want to do something special, let's let's watch Happily Ever After from Narcooses, from the beach at the Poly, from uh, Ohana, if you're lucky enough to get one of those tables.
2: Well, you know what, the thing is this, yeah, the... Uh projections do make that show and without the projections the show really doesn't make much sense in terms of music it's still Disney music it's still nice fireworks it's still a spectacle it's songs that we all like it's mm-hmm. songs that make us smile so do I really need a do I really need a beginning middle and end for a fireworks show no yeah. I'm looking at fireworks I'm looking at fireworks <laughs> in the sky you know, uh, Illuminations had a backstory. They hardly ever tell it anymore. Because I'm no one understands at them. it. Exactly. But uh, you know what? But they still go on with it. And people still watch Illuminations. And they, they're they still bored by you the spectacle that is on. Illuminations. Whatever it is, it's still people are, ooh, ah, ee, oh, things burning, things exploding. Wow. Smell of fire. Ooh,
0: well, we so, go on,
3: and as we go on, we go on to the next this or that, Dave. Come on, these segues are you know writing what? themselves.
2: Yes, yes, <laughs> they are. So we are going. We are actually not going to go on because the next question actually has to do with fireworks. Wait, so how do we get to illumination? To ask you guys, if you had your choice, would you rather watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks on the beach at the poly? or from the ground? California Grill not the Grand California Grill that would be another uh, state so the California Grill there's going to be some powerful binoculars yeah, exactly and we'll go start off with Stephen
4: I'd go for the poly uh, I've never seen the fireworks for the Polynesian but it just seems as if it's quite a romantic sort of thing to do the music piped in and the the fireworks Again, I've not been in the California grill at all. Never mind done the fireworks up there, so but I just think that the, the view from the poly is sort of it's no straight on, but I think it's a street straighter on version than you would do from the contemporary.
2: Chuck, what about you before you go on a middle another tra- tangent?
3: Well, I don't think I'm gonna go on a tangent on this one. Um I think I would say the Poly. I've never been to California Grill, but I have seen the fireworks from the Contemporary. Um, and Stephen made an interesting point. It It's very offset from the Magic Kingdom. It's off to the right. So you're looking at things in a little bit more of a strange way. And last December, excuse me, last November, while we were there for Wine and Dine, the first view I had was from the Polynesian beach, which was actually Trader Sam's, um, of the castle. And even from that far away, seeing the castle lit up, it was something to be held, something to behold, um, which you wouldn't get if you were at the Contemporary, I think.
2: Point noted. Jeff, what about you?
5: Oh, definitely uh, Polly. I'm going to pull a check on this one. That's, that's my new term. It's We're going to be pulling a check here. And I'm going to say I'm going to stay in a Poly, Polynesian bungalow and uh, sit out on the back porch um, all to myself. Maybe even in that little, uh, whatever it's called, hot tub, whatever. That's not a hot tub. It's just it's standing a cold, water. Cold standing water that, that that's it's going to be sitting there warm from the heat from the day. Um I don't really... I, I've done the um, the, the contemporary uh, group standing on the balcony thing. Um, I don't know. I just don't get off on that as much. Uh, they do pipe in the music and all. Uh, but just like the last question, the this new fireworks is very uh, accentuated on the projection show. So it's not quite the same deal so anyway I'm gonna live it up and live uh, on the back porch of a bungalow let's do it
2: and you know what I'm gonna go over to California Grill because I just like watching the show from up there I, I like the different perspective I like kind of being high up as it's going through I just find it to be relaxing you look over at a certain point if you get there you can see illuminations going off you can see the uh, star wars fireworks going off it just gives you a really nice view you have the un- the other way you have the orlando eye in the background you can see characters in flight it just kind of helps you orientate yourself in the world so i'm gonna be a little bit different on that one and with that said gentlemen let's move on Would you rather enjoy an evening hanging out with friends at Geyser Point or on the patio of Trader Sam's? Chuck. Um. I
3: I think I'm going to start the evening at Geyser Point. Nope, you can't leave. Why can I not leave? I can't stay there all night. Jeff and I rented that bungalow with uh, Mickey Dude's credit card.
2: You've been drinking, so you can't drive. I'm not driving, so, I'm taking okay. the boat. Nope. Not running. It's only cars. Drive, it's not running. You're staying one place, so I'm swimming stay No. Nope. Well, brain meeting amoeba, that would explain a lot, but
3: <laughs> I, I I still think I'm gonna say geyser point. Um, there's a lot of hustle and bustle at the Polynesian that just isn't really at Wilderness Lodge. Um, and that there's a difference between the pool view that you get at Polly and the lakeside view that you get at uh, Geyser Point. And if Joe is any uh, barometer of things that can be done, they will turn Stacy on the TVs for you.
2: Okay, Stephen. I
4: okay, think I'll go to Trader Sam's. There's that many folks talking about Trader Sam's and uh, I've never, never done it. I mean, it, it sounds as if I'm doing a pat. You know, everything we've said tonight, it doesn't look as if I've actually done anything at that, that Walt Disney World, but uh, I think we'd maybe go there rather than go to Geyser Point.
2: Okay. Jeff?
5: So I, I've done both these in the last year. Um, Geyser Point on paper sounds really fun and attractive and i know you guys just recently did this um i don't think you probably had the same problem we had but we focused on sitting closer to the water there's a math it's keep in mind you're right next to pretty much a swamp um that's something you got to keep in mind there's no way you can avoid the bugs um it, it's just riddled with bugs the in, and in the morning, it's birds. So it's birds, bugs, birds, bugs. Um, that being said, it's a beautiful uh, environment, laid back. But I'm going to have to go with Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's, uh, they always have that live entertainment going. And I just think it's a nice, chill atmosphere to just kind of hang out, assuming it's not sweltering and dripping wet. Although they would be both places would have the same problem. So that's what I'm going with, Trader Sam's.
2: I'm going to go to Trader Sam's too because I can get the spiky pineapple out there. I'm not a fan of uh, rum and Dole Whip in uh, Animal Kingdom or in Epcot because they float the rum on top of the Dole Whip when you have a spiky pineapple, which incidentally is only uh, available on the terrace of Trader Sam's, you can't get it inside the bar. The rum is infused into the soft serve. And that just does something completely different. Changing it around makes for a nice relaxing night. And honestly, I really didn't get the whole uh, appeal of Geyser Point. I looked at it on like you're on a swamp. I did totally see that, Jeff. It was nicely built, but... I looked at the menu and I was like, eh, whatever. But then again, it makes perfect sense because, after all, Chuck, Pat, and Joe do like it too. So I kind of knew it really wouldn't be that much to uh, write home about. So. Hey, about that. In my defense,
3: <laughs> I did two things. One, I've never been to Geyser Point, so I want to try that uh, that newer experience. Um, and don't they have a bison burger there? Yeah. Okay, and secondly, I did try to cheat,
4: as always. How so?
3: Remember when I said I'm going to start my evening off at uh, Geyser Point? Yeah, I was going back to Trader Sam's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that—that's a—that's an interesting fact, that or an interesting point that I'm thinking of as I'm talking. Um, I want to go to Geyser Point to try the new thing. But at the end of the day, I want to go back to Trader Sam's um, patio. Not the bar. I won't really want to do that again. Um, just because, like Jeff said, there is a live music. There is a view of the castle. There is the the, the Tiki Torch environment that they have there. It is welcoming, home-feeling, warm-feeling. It It's not a swamp. I don't know. <laughs> But I, I do want the uh, the loaded french fries, or the pulled pork french fries, or whatever they are, and the bison burger, and I'll take those over to uh, Trader Sam's. Ha! I got both answers in.
4: Bison burger to go.
2: With that in mind, let's move on for our evening now. Would you rather spend an evening on the boardwalk, including all of Crescent Lake, so not just the boardwalk, but the... Uh, Swan and Dolphin and uh, Yacht Club and Beach Club area, or spend a leisurely evening in Disney Springs. Jeff,
5: oh man! So, first of all, there's no such thing as a leisure evening in Disney Springs. Um, the evening there is chock full of people, wall to wall people. It's 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 insane. It I don't know. It's like every night is some kind of event. I don't, I don't know what's, what's happening. Probably because it's free, but, uh, it is so busy. It turns me off. It's, it's not casual. And also every, it's gotten so big. I'm getting complaining, but, um, I love the boardwalk feel. I love the, the laid back, especially at evening. Uh, people are still in the parks doing whatever they do. Um, and if you can time it and just kind of hang out at the boardwalk, it's really relaxing. Um, so definitely boardwalk for me
2: Stephen?
4: I would agree with that The boardwalk for me as well I think what what uh, Jeff was saying I think Disney Springs is just far too busy I don't think you can do really anything leisurely over there you know, it's too busy folk are just wanting to get in and get some eat, go shopping and get back out again uh Obviously, with it being the the locals' fifth park, you will obviously get more folk in there to try and boost things up, especially at the weekends. Uh, but the only part of the boardwalk I've been to, and obviously it's encompassing everything, is uh, beaches and cream over that side. Uh, but if that, that that's enough for me, you know, just getting the ice cream, you know, and, and looking across. Uh, the water, and uh, the boardwalk it just looks great as well, you know it just, it looks as as Jeff was saying, if folk are in the parks, it will be a lot quieter
2: Oh, if folk are in the parks okay <laughs> well, What did you
3: think he said Dave?
2: Chuck, what about you?
3: I think I'm going to spend my evening in uh, the boardwalk area, evening, even if it's night, I'm gonna try to avoid Disney Springs um, after it gets dark, mainly because of the crowds and throngs of people that go to the go to the springs at the uh, conclusion of their day. Um, you're gonna get that to some extent at the boardwalk area, but not the same extent. Um, the most enjoyable time that I had at Disney Springs is generally afternoons because a lot of people are still in the parks and it's not wall-to-wall people like Jeff said. Um, so for the evening, your best bet's probably going to be Boardwalk. Plus, there's a lot more ambiance on the Boardwalk than there is at Disney Springs. Disney Springs is just people, people, and people where the Boardwalk has a
4: theme. Just an outside shopping mall, isn't it?
3: Yeah, that now has a closed Vinnie Camudo's.
4: Whoever the hell that is.
2: <laughs> Rest in peace.
3: It's a fancy thing, Steven.
2: And, gentlemen, I am going to agree with you, and I am going to go to the boardwalk, mainly because I have never really had a chance to really spend that much time there. Anytime I was there, I was kind of rushing through. I kind of want to just one night spend the night, maybe do a Movies Under the Stars on one side by um, by the beach club then kind of go over hang out at Ample Hills I've never had a drink yet at Abracadabra not a big fan of Big River but it's always fun to end the night over at uh, Jelly Rolls no interest in Atlantic Dance Hall but Jelly Rolls is a good time and with that I am going to ask my next question because gentlemen would you rather spend an evening at Jelly Rolls or in evening with Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Let's start with Chuck.
3: Yeehaw Bob all the way. That's not even a a second thought. I'm not breaking the rules. I'm going to River Roost. I'm spending the evening seeing Yeehaw Bob.
2: Steven. I think
4: I might go to Jelly Rose. I'm probably going to get shot down. Get out. I'm going to say I'm probably going to get shot down in flames here. Uh, Staying at the Riverside the last couple of times I've been yeah, I could take a leave. Yeeha Bob. Um, no, I'm a big fan. And that's not to say I'm a, g- a great fan of dueling pianos or anything like that either. But uh, I think I would, I'd rather have the experience of Jelly Rolls rather than that of a roost. Note to self the night we have Yeeha Bob on
2: Don't as a guest, Stephen. do not allow Stephen to be <laughs> on the show.
3: Well, actually, folks, um, I'd like to take this opportunity to announce that we are looking to replace Steve. <laughs> I can do that, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> i feel like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> and, Jeff, what about
1: you?
5: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to be able to eat Jelly Rose uh, at Disney. I, I know there's a couple of bakeries there. Um, if anybody has any tips, um, cause I want to spend the night eating jelly rolls. I think that's going to be my choice. I've, I've kind of walked in and out of jelly rolls. The, the bar piano bar. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, it's just not my vibe. And I've actually said, <laughs> here, I'm going to be a dissenter also. Um, I love you. Bob, I love what uh, he, his, uh, entertaining value. Um, Once again, it goes to crowds. Every time I walk in there, the place is freaking packed. And so I just, you know, I've spent all day in the parks um, being wall-to-wall people, and I just don't want to go into another crowded space with wall-to-wall people. So maybe, all right, by default, I'll pick jelly rolls because maybe
2: there's more space to get around. Okay, fine, i pick jelly rolls. I'm going to Yeehaw Bob. I enjoy the show, but the reason why I am going to Yeehaw Bob is because I'm going to be cheap over here. I give Disney a lot of my money, and it really puts me off that they charge a cover over at, at Jelly Rolls, and it's cash only. I'm what? one of these people that, yep, I'm one of these people that just uses my card when I'm in Disney,
1: Mm-mm.
2: and I do the math later. And cash only just kind of throws me off. It annoys me to no end. Yeah, granted, you get free popcorn all night. But with that said, you also can't take videos in there. And they walk around like um, hawks trying to make sure if you're no. taking a selfie and everything, they'll come around to make sure you're not recording. No, it, it just no. gets annoying after a while. It's so. not free popcorn <laughs> the,
3: if you have to pay to get in, for starters. Not free. True. Yes. Secondly, well, um, I try to pay $5 casual? worth of popcorn. This is what it is. That, that blows my mind. It's 2017. What is cash only?
2: It, it's stupid, is what it is. Do we know anyone
3: with law enforcement connections? They should probably look into some illegal activities that are sure, definitely going on at the to
4: cash. Kyle, only place. He may know something about.
3: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> So wait, can you use your Magic Band?
2: No. At least not the last couple times I was there. Now, have they changed it since? I hope Possibly, so. Possibly, but it's made me not want to go. I, I could
3: understand why. Principal. I've yeah. I've completely taken us off the rails on this, <laughs> but cash only blows my freaking mind.
2: And on a happier note, Chuck. If you had a chance to play mini-golf in the world, would you rather play at Fantasia Gardens or Winter Summerland, and why? Um, what time am I playing? We're going to say it's evening, because I said this is an evening okay. out, so it's after sundown. Um, I would say...
3: Ooh, that's actually a, a good question. I've never done either... But I think given the opportunity, I would start at Fantasia Gardens. Um, winter Summerland looks fun, but Fantasia Gardens... I don't know. It just speaks to me more. Less Christmas. Not that I'm against Christmas, just, you know.
2: I can see how it throws you off. If, if, it, if it's October and all of a sudden you're... Uh, well, or
3: August and there's a Halloween party. Wait, what?
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: Um, I don't... You know What? It it depends on what I do earlier in the day, because if I start the day at Blizzard Beach and end the day at uh, Winter Summerland, that would be uh, at least a continuation of the theme. But if it's just a uh, standalone mini-golf, I'm going to do Fantasia Gardens. Okay.
2: Stephen, what about
4: you? Yeah. just what Chuck was saying there. Uh, If you do start the day at, at Blizzard Beach, you would think it'd be an automatic reaction just to go to the Winter golf. but I would still do... Fantasia Golf. I, I just think there's too much too much snow and too much winter to be done. I've seen enough of that over here. Never mind going over there and spending more time there. That's why I would rather go to Typhoon Lagoon than Blizzard Beach.
2: Jeff, what about
5: you? Oh, definitely uh, I would do uh, Fantasia Gardens. So, I've done both uh, a couple times. If you give me a heads up and I can I'm an avid golfer, so if you give me a heads up and I, I know ahead of time, I would have my actual putter with me. Uh, Fantasia Gardens has a more realistic grass-type golfing scenario uh, green course, uh, and it's called um, I think it's called their uh, Fairways course, but it it is actually ch- very challenging, and it makes me feel like I'm at least practicing golf. Um, instead of playing like legit miniature golf. Um, but I, I, just like the feel of, uh, Fantasian Gardens a little more. Um, I'm usually cl- a lot closer, especially with Amalekian Lodge. I'm really close to, uh, um, uh, Winter Summerland. Uh, but it's just, to me, it feels campy, a little too campy. I know that's the intention but that's everywhere you go in the United States, so I like the idea of a real feeling miniature golf course.
2: I have yet to play Fairways. I've played the cartoon version over at uh, Fantasia Gardens, but I'm in agreement with all of you guys. I'm going to go over to Fantasia Gardens uh, just because it's more of a Disney theme if I want to play the more cartoon one. I do like the look of the other one just the pristine feeling it just kind of does seem like a real golf course and it's peaceful and the nice thing is if you're going around if you're going at nighttime and the studios are still open as you're playing in the background you can hear the uh, music to phantasmic live and there's just something about that that just is uh exhilarating while you're playing mini golf. It just brings a smile to your face. You can see the uh, fireworks go off for Fantasmic towards the end and it just, not that I, I kind of wish that I'm watching Fantasmic at that moment, but if I can't be, it's nice to hear the music to my favorite show while I'm playing golf, or mini golf in that way. And with that, gentlemen, I am going to call this round of Would You Rather This or That to a close. A most fun evening, as always, my friends. Let's take a minute to tell everybody where we can be found on the various interwebs. Stephen, where are you? Yeah, you
4: can get me on Twitter on SJM Disney, or if you want to get me on Facebook, it's Stephen James Maxwell.
2: Chuck, where are you?
3: I will be heading up the Robert Osborne is being replaced by Chuck Fitzgerald uh, tweeting account at uh, Chuck in the Chat. (laughs)
2: Jeff, where are you?
5: I'm at Braindead92 on Twitter. And I'm s I am i do not know. I'm it's it's a work in progress, but I'm starting a website called He Ain't Heavy, He's My <laughs>
3: I can get behind that website, yeah. Wait, wait. Dave, where are you? Because uh, I've just received some breaking news.
2: I am at Figments Reality on Twitter, and the same On Instagram.
3: Okay, as for the breaking news, uh, I've just been informed that replacing Robert Osborne is not possible as the Great Movie
4: Ride is closed. No! Well then. (laughs) That's because Jeff steals all the memorabilia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going
2: to eBay. (laughs) And on that note, Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out the Mickey Dudes at the Mickey Dudes on Twitter and the MickeyDudes.com for original blog content by our Mickey Dude commentators. And time to hit a cane session stand. Bye.
5: Just listen to another exciting
3: episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon. I'm the guy they call
1: Little Mickey Mouse. Not a sweetie clown in the chicken house. Neither fat nor skinny, she's the horse's Winnie is my little me. It's feeding time for the animals And they howl and growl like the cannibals I just turn my heel to the henhouse steel And you'll hear me sing this song Oh, the old tomcat